You are listening to The Sacred Trauma. My name is Courtney Ray, and I am your host. I want to thank you all for being so supportive of me, and if you've shared my podcast, subscribed, listened to a couple of episodes, listened to one episode, I am so, so grateful for you, and I hope that you have a great holiday season. It's almost 2023. It's time for us to take on um, new obstacles, new goals, um, and expand more on our horizons and I think that all of us are at a place where we are ready for that because 2022 was crazy. This year I was connected with a long-lost sibling that I did not know (laughs) and I did not know of. This happened through ancestry i did an ancestry test a few years ago and this year my sister did an ancestry test and we matched and i did not reach out to her for a few months but when we did connect it was hilarious because i thought wow like this is cool like i (laughs) i was ready to accept her immediately that's just who I am as a person I life is crazy nothing surprises me anymore um and she had mentioned in her first text message to me that she hopes that we could at least be friends and I didn't say this but in my head I was like no we're gonna be sisters um I have four half siblings um three from my father one for my mother. Um, So now I have two sisters and two brothers. My heart is so full. I love them all. Um, My two brothers are both troublemakers. Sorry if you're listening. (laughs) Um, But I'm super excited to have another sister in my life because the sister that I've known for my entire life is my very best friend and she's amazing. And I can't believe that I was blessed with another older sister. Um, I'm not going to go into further detail about that um, just because it's my sister's story to tell and it's not really mine. And I just am so happy that she's another um, addition into my life. Um, I'm in the process of, or we're in the process of getting to know each other and we're going to meet for the first time in 2023. So I have a lot of things to look forward to and all I can say is that God has blessed me in ways that I never knew were possible this year. It's hard to say that in a way because there were a lot of negative and straining and hopeless situations that happened in 2022. But now that it's coming to an end, I realize that there are some things you just have to have faith in um, before they make sense because they're not going to make sense until after they happen. And that is something that truly speaks true to me. And I am so thankful that I have found a reason to, you know, go back kind of to my roots and to my faith and to have full confidence that things are going to be okay. So I hope by listening to this, something, um, speaks to you and you can take that with you. I want to paint a picture for you guys in this episode of my experience growing up 
in the state of Utah and not being a part of the LDS church. For those of you who are unaware of the Mormon religion, it is huge in the state of Utah. Most of my peers when I was growing up were Mormon. I was attending Catholic church when I was a child. My grandmother who was raising me was Catholic and she would take me to church every Sunday and I truly cherish those visits to the church. I truly do. I never ended up being baptized Catholic because when that time came, I was actually asked if that was something that I wanted, which I think is very considerate. My response as a young a young kid was that I didn't want to be baptized until I truly understood what I was signing myself up for. Now that I'm an adult, I think that was a very wise response. However, it is increasingly difficult to go through the pro- the process of being baptized the older that you get. Um, I would like to be baptized in the Catholic Church or I would like to marry someone who is already a member of the church. However, um, that is something that is on my mind and I'm almost thankful for having many experiences not being associated with any religion in my mind because the journey of going back to that has been really eye-opening. I've always mentioned like spirituality and I... I take things from other religions that I truly respect, such as like Hinduism or Buddhism and the acceptance that I feel that those particular religions have are something that I think I like I really resonate with. However, I do um, believe in God and have a more like Christian like majority of what I believe in. And I would like to continue that on in my life and that's my own personal choice Um, but I do want to share a few things about my childhood that are still that are still kind of fresh (laughs) in my mind at the age of 25 because I think there's a lot of light that can be shed on being too religious and too extreme extreme in anything When I was in preschool and kindergarten, I was at a private school that required um, worship during assemblies, and it was a great school. They were teaching me Spanish. Um, The school was huge. I've looked into how that school is now, and there's a ton of opportunities for students. Um, But when I was in kindergarten, I only had two friends. One was a boy and one was a girl. At one point, I invited my girlfriend to hang out with me at my house and, like, play or whatever. Let me let me rephrase that. I invited a little girl to hang out with me at the trailer that I was living in with my grandmother because that's where I grew up. That's where I lived. Um, <laughs> and she came over. Like, her mom brought her over. We hung out once. And she left, and then the next day at school, that little girl 
um, came up to me and she told me that her mom told her that she couldn't hang out with me anymore. And that is so wrong on so many levels. First off, there was nothing that happened while we were hanging out or anything harmful that happened that would lead a parent to tell their child that they cannot hang out with someone in kindergarten and like I know that for a fact and because I still remember this like like it was yesterday and that was traumatizing to me to know that that was my first experience seeing how judgmental people can be when they are extremely religious and have certain beliefs are or are extreme in any type of belief. Now, I'm not trying to say that it is not wise for parents to encourage their children to be very aware of who they surround themselves with. However, as a child, children are innocent and unless a child is like suffering from some major type of abuse or has problems um treating other children nicely i don't think there's any reason why you should teach your children not to accept people because they are different from you in the first grade i was placed in public school for the first time i believe that was the best thing for me because of the exposure that i got um from different peers and having to adapt in a new situation from what I had just been barely getting used to in preschool and kindergarten. I think it was a difficult transition, but at the same time, it was the best one. Um, in addition to that, I, I still to this day think that I had such true friends when I was in elementary school. And I say that just because I still follow them all on social media now and they're all they're all outstanding people. They're all amazing and they've all taken different paths in life, but they're all good, every single one of them. And that's to me that's awesome. Like that just shows that at a young age like I was drawn to people who were warm-hearted and good and although I had a negative experience um with this little girl whose mother told her that, you know, I wasn't good enough for her. I remember how that felt. So when I was in elementary school, I did have a friend that my parent figure (laughs) did not approve of. And I'm laughing just because I know if my grandmother was listening to this podcast right now, she would know exactly who I'm talking about. But She did not approve of this individual and there was an instance where this individual had came to ask me to hang out and was declined very harshly by my parent figure and it bothered me so much that that happened to that person because I didn't want that person to internalize that feeling um, that I actually had a confrontation with this individual as an adult about that instance just because I I believe it was wrong. I don't believe that you should treat people differently or 
if you are making a decision to not have someone in your life, I think that's okay, but you don't need to be mean or harsh or degrading or condescending about that decision. And that is just a little bit of insight on my experience growing up. Um, I do want to mention something else though, and it's going to go back to, um, the state of Utah having a majority of individuals being a part of the Mormon church. And I want to kind of do a small shout out to one of those amazing friends that I had in elementary school. So the person that I'm referring to is one of um, my first really good girlfriends. She wasn't the first friend that I ever made, obviously. However, at that particular school, um, she was the first person that I was super close with. We would eat lunch together, play with each other at recess, and then we met some other girl who um, joined our little group. But I remember spending a lot of time um, with this individual. She was very nice. When her birthday came around, she invited me to her birthday party, and her parents had a pool. And I remember when I went to their house, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like she's never gonna invite me again to her like birthday party because her parents are gonna see me and they're gonna think that I'm not like I'm not good enough to be her friend and that is so sad like there was a huge complex (laughs) that I had developed because of what the other girl the year before had told me that was like traumatizing in a way that I was internalizing that and thinking that I wasn't good enough to be other people's friends just because of where I lived or maybe how I looked that I didn't realize that I looked a particular way and that is just incorrect like if you are someone who is internalizing something like that like erase that from your mind because that's not that's not the truth (laughs) and this girl had very Mormon parents she I believe she is still Mormon if um I'm following her. I I do still have her on my social media accounts and such, but she was just so nice to me. Her family was always nice to me, and she did invite me to um, other, like, birthday parties that she had, and she stayed my friend for a pretty long time until um, we got to a point where maybe we weren't having classes when we had, like, separate... um, teachers or whatever and we kind of grew apart but I still just have so much respect for her and her family so I'm sharing this just because when I talk about things in my experience or negative experiences with um either Mormons or different types of people throughout my life um there are such good people out there in any type of religion or any type of um political belief like there's always going to be good there's always going to be gray area And by being so extreme about your beliefs and not being open to other people's ideas or spending time with people who are different from you, you are just shutting off and it's pulling you farther away from empathy and love than I think you should be. I'm going to fast forward a bit to when I started high school. At this point, I was not attending church. I I wasn't like ever like atheist but I it just wasn't something that I was focused on I was more focused on my social life and hanging out with friends and boys and in addition to that like my academic 
performance. It didn't decline, like, by an extreme amount, but I went from having excellent grades to mediocre grades. Um, They were still good. Like, I made the honor roll a few times, but I just wasn't in the headspace to just be focusing on school. I wanted to have friends, and I wanted to be accepted, and I wanted to um, grow in that area of my life, and I'm thankful that I did. However, I want to I want to bring up something. When I was in high school, there were many guys that were members of the LDS church who were so mean to girls. And I'm not going to say anymore, but there were a lot of things that happened to many girls that I went to high school with that I know could vouch to support this claim that we're not okay. Some of those individuals I've seen grow or admit or change to how they were when they were that age for whatever reason. However, there was a common denominator. And those individuals who had families that were LDS were treating girls a particular way. And I don't have any like recollection of females that were Mormon treating people that certain way. It was just a lot of males. And I don't know why. I've never been a member of the Mormon church. I just believe that there was a particular type of culture that kind of bred wild behavior or erratic behavior that is not okay. And they say that Utah is pretty high um, with the statistics of um, having like sexual assaults or rapes. And that's so scary to me. And it's what's even more scary to me is I've been living in Texas for over a year now. And there's one-off situations where someone said something wild or like weird to me or whatever, like... But it was just saying something weird. Like, I've never, like, I'm going to knock on wood after I say this, but I've never been, like, sexually assaulted in the state of Texas. I've never been stalked. I've never had some of the crazy instances that I experienced growing up in Utah now. And I don't know why. Um, The culture in Utah is very clicky outside of, like, religion. Like, when I was in high school, like, there was very large groups of clicky people who still even though we've been out of high school for almost eight years now who are still just as clicky who are still followers who you can just tell like they're not they're not showcasing any behavior that's different from the pattern that they that everyone else saw from the outside looking at them in high school and I'm glad that I am not in that boat because I like to be different. I like to share how I'm different and I like to just pretty much like grow in every way. Like I love self-improvement and I love knowing that I strive to treat people with kindness. And there are people who do not like me who would probably say or have some story about something that happened in the past and everyone has that 
everyone has haters everyone has people that they were just not meant to be connected with or certain things happen that are meant to happen and then you never really go back or things never really go back to the way that they were and that's okay but for the most part I feel pretty confident in saying that the people who do know me very closely and have seen how I've really like dug into like a lot of like my demons I would say I believe that they would vouch that I am improving and I am kind and I am accepting so that's good however I think that growing up in a culture where there was a lot of judgments and a lot of aggressive clicky behavior Obviously, there could be different factors on why things are the way that they are in Utah. I am thankful that I'm no longer in that environment, at least for now. When I started college, I remember feeling like so much freedom, like, oh my gosh, I can leave all of this negativity, all these negative feelings that I have about the people that I'm around. I can leave that in the past. It's not gonna, it's not gonna follow me or whatever. And because, um, Utah, they call, like, Salt Lake City County, like, Small Lake City, um, it's a very, like, it's so weird, but because it's not a huge city, you do run into people from your past, and you do see people that you maybe don't want to see, or think that you'll never see, you you do run into them, (laughs) and because things are like that, I think, it was really hard to like fully let go or it is hard to fully let go of negative experiences in Utah because Salt Lake is so small. So when I was in college, my experiences were like half and half. I had a lot of traumatizing and hard things that I went through and then I just had some of the best, funnest, coolest experiences ever. And I do take accountability for the almost like the trauma that I chose to place myself in or around. Um, I wasn't doing the math, so I should have known that things might add up to something that I'm not going to like or that's not going to be good for me. I have to take accountability for that. However, I do think that because there were a lot of individuals who saw me as like being an open book and being almost like naive or just so like go with the flow, they saw that as more so an opportunity to either control me or harm me or whatever because that led me to a lot of grief and a lot of pain, I was forced to learn how to forgive people whether or not they were willing to give an apology. And there was one apology that I was given that was so genuine and so so real that even though that situation was something that is the most traumatizing to me to this day, um, I know that that person did mean the apology in in their capacity and I and I stand firm with knowing that by me forgiving that individual it was the best thing for me it was the most healing to me and it prepared me for a lot of other crappy things that were bound to happen in the future to have the strength to move forward from them a lot quicker than It took me to get over that one situation. As I move forward with my life and as I am evolving and growing up 
And I look back at like my childhood experience and my experience in adolescence all the way up until college. When I look at those experiences, there are things where I think, wow, like I am so strong for getting through that. And then there are some instances where even though I'm saying you shouldn't internalize things, I still do internalize those things, whether or not they were my fault or not. And by doing that reflecting, it's helping me heal. And I hope that if you are listening to this and you need to do some reflecting on your childhood or your experiences or understanding why things were a particular way for you, um, I think if you can take accountability in addition to give yourself credit for um, what you were able to do and survive at that time, I think that's what's going to help you overcome those things. And it is important to forgive other individuals and to have love in your heart. It's very important to do that. In addition to that, it's extremely important to forgive yourself. So there are parts of my life where I feel like, man, like I really can't blame anyone else for that because that was on me. (laughs) And I can forgive myself for that. And that took a long time. Like, I don't think it happened until like six months ago, but forgiving yourself is going to help your relationships with everyone around you because it's going to help make sure your glass is full because you're giving yourself that part of what you need and everyone needs self-forgiveness. You can't hold on to hate in your heart and you can't love other people if you hate yourself and that is something that I hope that you take with you in addition to being open-minded about what others what others believe and why they might believe the things that they do and that we're just going to move forward and have a very strong foundation for 2023.